So you had a sushi question? Yeah, um, you know, I only cook things once a year. Okay. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Valentine's Day. Okay. So the last couple of years, I've just been doing, I did like lasagna, I did ravioli. I thought I would try sushi. So I ordered the sushi making kit on Amazon. It comes with, you know, like a knife and a roller. Uh, so, so I could obviously do the the really easy stuff, the like cucumber roll, avocado roll. But what can I do for like a little shock and awe, but within my very limited ability? Because I've seen you do some some more uh, like exotic stuff. Have you rolled sushi before? No, but it comes with that bazooka thing that helps make it idiot proof. You know where you pack? It's like that plastic cylinder where you pack in the rice and you pack in the ingredients. So, you know, I have training wheels. Okay. Um, oh, my goodness. Where do we start here? Okay. First of all, I, I mean, from my experience, again, I'm not an expert. I mean, my wife's way better of a sushi roller than I am, but I'm, you know, I'm okay. Um, definitely, I would go to an Asian market like, like Nijia. Mm-hmm. And get all sorts of interesting things. Like I did a, I have a video up where we, we did kelp. You know, kelp is Whoa. really, and then there's a prepared kelp that's really delicious. There's um, uh, Japanese gourd. There's Ooh. also, also if you want to do something like a musubi, you know, omni pork is great. There's, you know, you can get like a vegan ham and stuff like that. But thing is, is you have to make sure, or, or you would get tofu and you would cook it. Mm-hmm. You know, in, should be some protein. Yeah, tofu cooked with like uh, in a teriyaki glaze, teriyaki sauce. You have to just make sure that everything is cut with precision. Uh, yeah. Um, you cook some enoki mushrooms or you cook some shiitake mushrooms and and then you you cool them and then that, that would be a nice, beautiful thing that you can do. Also, you can get edible flowers. In fact, Chiku what? used edible flowers. Like what flowers are edible? Oh, you just, yeah, you can buy them. You can buy them at the, at the fancy markets and, you know, look like a, there's a, there's a couple of produce places that have edible flowers mm-hmm. uh, what's the name of an edible flower i've never heard of an edible flower oh yeah there's all sorts of edible flowers you could just lotus that makes you have like drug effects no, you, you can, <laughs> land of the lotus eaters you can google it but but again when you're starting out with sushi there's a couple of tips okay first of all you have to make the rice and there's a certain wing, sh- a little sugary right you yeah you well you can add you can add white sugar uh, uh some people use mirin which is a uh, like a, a sake based flavoring. Also, mm-hmm. a thing called kombu, which is um, a uh, a dry seaweed. And so you Ooh. put the the kombu when you're making the rice, so that it has a kind of a mumami. So um, so so again, you 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 have to make sure that rice is prepared a certain way. There are a lot of different ways that you can make sure your rice is you know. Can I, I, don't, don't tell anyone I asked, can I, is there one of those like microwave bag of rice for sushi rice? You don't do that. You're going to have to make your rice, make the rice on your, on your stovetop. Okay. Okay. So you get, you get your (laughs) rice, you, you kind of, okay. And then you, you put it like a side and then when you, when you're ready to roll your sushi, okay, what you do is you make sure your hands have a little bit of moisture on them they're wet so you get a little warm bowl of water that you can always dip in so if the Mm -hmm. rice sticks to your fingers you can dip and release it you dip it in and then what you do is you lay nori on the table and then 
you just put a very, very thin layer of rice, not too much. Like you just basically like lay it out all the way to the edge, but, but the, the very, the end away from you, you leave mm-hmm. a little space. You leave about a, an inch, inch and a half of space where there is no rice. So when you roll it, it'll be the part that will stick to the other part of the rice. Oh, so, so this is not using my little plastic bazooka. This is not using that plastic. You just you need to be very meticulous, lay the it, rice out. It's like a little mattress of rice. A little mattress of rice. Okay. Then you, near the front, you put your either cucumbers or all sorts of things. I just recommend you practicing before yeah. the big valentine's day event or whatever your right. event is uh, mm-hmm. practice me you know and, and you know what i was doing is i was uh when i was like i really wanted to like bone up my sushi rolling skills is you know just for lunch you know just have a roll every time for lunch you just make a roll it's not a lot of food and it might be a nice little appetizer or whatever and you just yeah. make a roll and so and you keep some rice in the refrigerator if you're refrigerate and then you can you know nuke it a little bit Sometimes, oh, also, if you want to keep the rice in the refrigerator, it gets a little hard. You put a little ice cube in the oh. rice. You put it in the microwave. A rice you cube. You nuke it for like, th- depending on how much rice you have, 35, uh, 60 seconds. Get a little warm. Wait, wait till it goes back to room temperature, and then you can start rolling again. So, yeah, just a little mattress of rice. Then you put your toppings, kind of bunch them together, and then use your tatami or your little rice mat where you can mm-hmm. roll it. So you're saying skip the bazooka, go straight to the, the main event. I have no idea what you mean by bazooka. <laughs> it's like a plastic cylinder for dummies like me, where, you know, it like it's like a, a semicircle, and you open it, and you put the rice in, and you put the uh, protein ingredients in the middle, and then you close it, and it makes a, a rice cylinder for you. What I would do is I would send that back to Amazon. Just go to Daiso and get a titan- yeah. tatami mat. And then... No, I have them. It came with a mat and a knife, too. Oh, okay. And then... So I could just skip the bazooka. And as per knife, I recommend, again, this is probably not a sushi uh, master. They, they would probably frown upon this because they have very sharp knives. But I would mm-hmm. recommend using a serrated knife when oh. you're cutting the pieces. Usually the piece that you're cutting, you want to hold the piece that you're cutting and then with your finger, thumb and forefinger, whatever, and then you cut it and then, then you go to the next, next one. So you don't, you don't hold the big part. You hold the little piece that you're cutting. So you oh, stability. Okay. Good to know. It, and, it also uh, came with one of those like cutting racks, but I, I guess that's also too Bush League for you. I just think that if you just learn it the right way, you don't have to do it'll all be these... with you, and you don't need all these tools. Right. I don't even know all what this is. A Come on, man! <laughs> what is Look, this? I've just never done it, and it's like, oh, this is the beginner, like Dumbo version of doing it. I've never heard of a bazooka before, Mike Keller. You're, mm-hmm. you're maybe out I'm of just your saying mind. it wrong. <laughs> like I, I, I googled, uh, you know, I, I searched sushi making kit, and this is like the one for like dummies like me. Okay, and then also making vegan sushi i really recommend i mean i have a bunch of videos up and there's a lot of different resources i want to try your tomato your uh, soaked tomato move and then maybe i'll get some of that salmon you had you know that quasi salmon the z star is fun it's fun to cut it's fun to put together you just want to be really careful i think that you should just practice on vegetables first Mm-hmm. Like, like try to start making like avocado rolls and cucumber rolls, start cutting, 
bone up your little cutting skills. Yeah, I don't and have your, that many days to practice. And your rice mat skills. Go to Daiso. It's not far from you. I'm sure there's a lot of little mm. um, sushi making stuff there that you can that'll help you at least. You know, just get your skills. You have your bazooka yet? Yeah, it's all it's all arrived. Oh, you already have your bazooka. Yeah, but I don't have to use the bazooka it's if okay. I can, if can, I can learn the mattress method. Go ahead and use your bazooka. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you how it all went after the fact. Maybe I'll send you some some footage for you to mock. Okay, we didn't even talk about Oatly. Let's talk about Oatly. Oh, <laughs> Oatly. No, I, you know I invested what? in Oatly on the IPO. Okay, did you make a lot of money? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's it's down like I don't know seventy percent since I bought it. You know, I I just have this tendency to invest like small amounts in vegan companies for vegan solidarity. But after this new ad, I regret buying it. I'm just gonna sell it for the tax loss. This is nonsense. Can you explain to the audience about the Oatly ad? The Oatly ad shows a denim jacket with patches that say, like, I'm a part-time vegan. It's okay. It's like, you know, be easy on yourself. Being easy on yourself means, like, accepting animal slaughter, accepting cruelty and violence some of the week. So naturally, like, people who believe in veganism from an ethical perspective and not just from a self-interested health perspective— uh, don't believe on being partially vegan. Like, that's just partial murder. Um, and so, like, naturally, and, and I understand their reasoning. They're saying there's a lot more flexitarians out there, and they want to car- capture that market share. Uh, the vegans are going to drink oat milk no matter what. No need to, like, reach out to them. Um, so that's what they did. They just said, like, it's good to, uh, you know, any a little bit of veganism is better than nothing. Um, but it, it's just a little too, I don't know, it, like it's too glib and it's its nothing to do with ethics. Well, also they were making fun of vegan activists. Yeah. They were also, the, the pa- there was one patch that said 100% vegan 10% of the time. Uh, active-ish. <laughs> like instead of activists, yeah. it's active-ish. I mean, kind of it making fun. It left a fun. bad taste. Because, they, you know, they, they don't, it's like as if they don't see this as a life or death right and wrong issue. This is like a, uh, you know, compromise. Low-priced advertisement, which is like this picture that they made. They just put it on Instagram. It's not like they had to pay for this platform. And, and their, their, their metric for success is engagement. So if people are just like commenting and being annoyed... That's co- that's engagement. That's attention. That you know, and that boosts their post, and more people see it. And so, like, they're kind of cashing in on our irritation. They're yeah. They're they're promoting their product by using vegan outrage. It's messed up. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I don't know. But you know, and and that company also has a very checkered past. Ten uh, percent of their uh, company is owned by the Blackstone Group. That you know, donated to Trump and uh, is actively in in a, a in the process of deforesting the Amazon with roads. You know, so there's there's all sorts of uh, that 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 company is definitely a very problematic company. They're they're just and and I think that they're really they really push like yeah, well we're different, we're rebels. Look at us. You know, they, it's kind of their they they don't they they have no problems um, trolling vegans. Trolling the hands that feed them. Trolling your base to get more people. And the other thing that was really distasteful about that particular Instagram post 
was the way they were actively challenging vegans who were very disappointed with their post. Because that's even more engagement and outrage for them to cash in on. But then again, it's like I, I can't... We, this is They know this. They know we can't be too mad at them because we need them to exist. We need a oat, like an oat-based mass market milk. So even though like we're we're disappointed in them, like it's better than uh, cow milk, so we have to just go along with it. You know, I have the same problem with Just Egg, where this is a major company that has I don't know whatever a three billion dollar valuation, and such a suspect company with all sorts of strange behavior. And before they were Just Egg, there were a company called Hampton Creek, and they had this. They had all these products that were like banned from Target and employees came out and talked about all this like pseudoscience that they were pushing out to try to raise the the, you know, the the level of the company. And but they were doing that lab created chicken meat thing, which is kind of interesting. A lot of these Silicon Valley companies are pretending like they invented things. Um, you know, I mean, just the, the the whole thing of just egg. In fact, that that was one of my major points. Like, like we get to this point where, yeah, okay, just egg is yeah, it's good for the environment. It's such a wonderful thing for the environment. Yeah, it's in a plastic container. Okay, it's not. It's if if they really cared about the environment, maybe they would change the packaging. Um, also, you know, the the element of having uh, issues with their QC, having almost no. Um, customer service. Um, also, the fact that mung beans have been around for thousands of years. There's an Indian dish called mung dal. You know, it's it's also in Korean savory pancakes. It's also in Chinese food. Okay, they did not invent the mung bean. Okay, Just Egg did not invent this. It's not some major scientific achievement that that they're putting all their vegan eggs in that basket okay it's 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 a good product it's you know accessible you know it's definitely better than factory eggs but but still it's kind of a situation where you got these companies that have the 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 force you know beyond has the force to get their food at mcdonald's or del taco okay they're not good people, okay? They're not good people. You know, Beyonce we're in good? bed with people that are not good. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. Our <laughs> e- e- bro Ethan's no good? I, I don't, you know, it's, they're in it for the money. I mean, they're, they're in bed with sure, McDonald's. Sure, people need to make a living. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. If you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a living, okay, you don't have to you don't have to kowtow to McDonald's. He could probably sell his meat to other places. Wait, uh, I thought you like we wanted it in McDonald's to like displace the cow meat. I understand. I'm just that's the <laughs> quandary. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're in bed the with these heathens. <laughs> <sighs> Such is life. So, but that's the thing. It's like it's like you know. But it's the same thing with Oatly. You got this company that does all sorts of messed up things like use vegan outrage to promote themselves. Then you uh-huh. got this this situation where they have this horribly reactionary company that that's a partner in, in what they're doing. You know, and they're you know and and then you got this situation where 
you know, if you go to Starbucks and you want oat milk, you know, it's Oatly. So, you know, I guess maybe get soy milk. I don't I don't know. I have no idea Almond what other company. Milk. Almond milk. Oh, no. Almond is bad for the environment. You, like Blue Bottles makes uh, oat milk the default and almond milk costs an upcharge because of the environmental concerns. You know, I'm getting to this point. I mean, eventually the, the evolution of me, <laughs> you know, I was using lots and lots of just egg. Now I just make my own just egg. I'm going to just start making my own oat milk. You know, it's like, it's like, mm-hmm. that's the best Get answer. Get off that grid. It's not necessarily getting off a grid, but it's all, but it's. Get off that supply chain. Being able to make stuff that's more inexpensive, that is better for you that is um you know what all the ingredients are you don't have to worry that there's you know some major company is like i I was worried about just egg because of the quality of the the product was decreasing i'm like why is it lumpy? it was like slop milk (laughs) you know it's funny i did a video on just egg that got two million views like last week and it was me comparing just egg with homemade just egg and it inspired a lot of people to go out and get mung beans mung and beans. do their thing. And You're actually part of the evil mung bean lobby. I, I am the anti-Just Egg now. All of a sudden, I've become the, the, the spokesmodel the for rebel. the anti- <laughs> You're but, like that stormtrooper who became part of the rebellion. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, if you want a Star Wars reference. But, but, the, thing, but the thing is, is that, you know, I, I think that... The more we know about these companies, the more we can understand that we can make the stuff ourselves or we can, you know, just make certain choices. I I do feel like it's like, you know, definitely Just Egg is a cool, refined product. It does certain things that the homemade Just Egg doesn't do. But, you know, if you really, really, you know, need Just Egg, go for it and do it. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a plant-based Better food. than an egg. Even though Just Egg is processed in a factory that processes eggs. Ah. Ah. I know. Anyway, on that note. Mahalo. What did you have for lunch? I haven't had lunch yet, but it's going to be soylent. Okay, well, that's good. I've been overeating lately, and I need to cut down to my soylent roots. You can make some soylent sushi rolls. That would be on brand for me. Soilushi. That would be awesome. Anyway, so good luck on your sushi experience. Thanks. I'm going to need it. Well, remember how you learned how to play the bass? Yeah. How are you with the bass? Ever since I started the movie, I just kind of sidelined the bass, so I need to to go back to my bass. Yeah, but I'm saying making sushi is like learning the bass. It's not super complicated, but it's just these certain steps. It definitely comes from prepping and then doing, you know, doing and executing. Got it. Yeah, but I don't know about that bazooka. The bazooka? I, I'll try it just for fun, see how it goes. Try both ways. I'll try both ways. I'll go freehand and bazooka. Also, Nori, keep it in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs>